Do I look like I'm calling you to get some tax information? Maybe have you pay a outstanding bill? Yeah, I really like. I really wish that all telemarketer calls were on FaceTime. And, actually, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what I imagine. Why? Why do you have telemarketer headphones? Or are those? Is it like a sick gamer headphone? No. Do you like yell at people while you play Call of Duty? I'm out here pwning noobs. <laughs> no, I. These were like my sister's school headphones and then I accidentally nice. brought them with me to my new house and Hell look yeah. phenomenal now. You absolutely Thank do. You. I'm going to take a screenshot. Oh yeah. It's the What If podcast. I'm Spencer. That's Lydia Hello. filling in for Ryan this week. Yes. How you doing, bud? Dude, I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Just <laughs> learning how to think again. Yeah, how's school going? I don't know. I got I'm on, <laughs> on my first quiz. I got nine out of ten. Okay. And a solid A minus. A solid A minus. I am a. I'm a B plus. Maybe B. Well, that then you're overachieving. That's great. <gasps> God Almighty! Thank God I'm average in every way. <laughs> it's really, honestly, a phenomenal way to be because then I surprise myself. Yeah. Right. You know, you know to what to expect. Anything good is a bonus. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I know I'm going to do just okay. And when I do yeah. great, it's great. What a time. I would be so miserable at school if I had to go back. Yeah. Or like if I decided to go to grad school or something, I would be just awful at it, I think. It's hard. It is hard. And I, like I was saying to you earlier, like having gone to a music school, that doesn't count. That doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it. It's just a very different set of skills needed. Right. Exactly. But I've always wanted to do school like this, where I'm thinking about Plato and uh, book, some old fashioned book learning. Yeah, like literally reading yeah. instead of like ripping on my on my guitar. You know, make it sound like musicians are illiterate. <laughs> just, okay, look, they are. <laughs> Just because you can read music doesn't mean you can read, okay? <laughs> I know I am. That's why school is so hard for me. <laughs> I don't understand English. I'll, I'll do it. That'll really put you in a place. Uh, before we start talking about lake monsters, yeah. we have to do our one actual segment that we do each week, which is you have to share something that's brought you joy recently. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I can go first. If yes, you need please. A I need a minute. Okay. Uh, I took my dog on a hike yesterday. Where did you go? We, so it's actually somewhat related to this episode because we went down, we drove down to Lake Pepin mm -hmm. to look for lake monsters and go for a, a very, very lovely hike up on this bluff yeah. overlooking the river. <gasps> I love it. But it was it. like, it was uh, this trail that had not been very well kept. And so it's just all overgrown and it's through this big grassy meadow and it was a bunch of grass as tall as me. And it was the happiest Marcy has ever been oh my to just God. like prance through a giant field of grass taller than him. It was lovely. Dude, I want to go. That's I love it's, like it's Pepin. a nice drive. It's it's beautiful down it's there. It's the birthplace of water skiing. Yes. Wow. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> also on the way there, I saw uh a handful of Trump signs, Dude. but every time I, but every time I saw one, every one of their neighbors had like really large, aggressive Biden signs pointed at the Trump Good. sign. So, so the they end up being like eight to one Biden signs to Trump signs. Okay, let's. Hope. And every time there was a Trump sign, it was it was surrounded by Biden signs, and that's Wisconsin. So, yeah. oh my god, I, think, I drove up to Itasca last weekend. To see the beginning of the Mississippi. Sure. As you do. You just want to and you do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Classic Minnesota day Exactly. Trip. And I saw like 45 Trump signs. And mm. I was I was upset. <laughs> so I listened to metal the whole way there. Nice. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish. Uh, I would. I don't. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I just talk and hope something yeah. happens. Yeah, I tried to listen to Tool a while ago. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I don't get it. You should listen to the song Schism. 
Okay. That's fire. That's the only tool song I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're one for one, that's pretty good. Dude, thank you. Thank you. All right. What's uh what's bringing you joy lately? My rats. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting pretty big. Uh they were probably four months now, five months. And okay. I let them run around on the floor and I'll lay there and sometimes they'll come up and like walk, step on my head and mm. and stuff. It's really nice. So rats rats walking across your face is what's bringing you joy? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I also spent $100 huh. on plants. Nice. And I like uh, you can like, kind of like indoor indoor plants, yeah, that wall of plants back yeah, there. Nice. And then there's Hell there's yeah. more up here. <laughs> It's like a, a real tight zoom on your face to turn to the other plants there. Hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you got you to gotta have some house plants, man. You have to, especially when winter is coming. Ugh, the worst. Yeah, let's not even forget I said anything. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> All right, so are, you have some familiarity with Lake Pepin and the invention of water skiing yes. in 1928 by Ralph Samuelson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What a guy. <laughs> Did you know that there's uh, allegedly a lake monster that lives in Lake Pepin? No, I did not know this. I'm really excited. Okay. My grandma lives up Highway 61 or down. So I, I go past. It's south of us, yeah. I go, I've been past Lake Pepin a million times in my life. So so for those of you who are not familiar with Minnesotan slash Wisconsin geography, yeah. Lake Pepin is a stretch of the Mississippi that like is a lake. Because it's, there's another river, uh, the Chippewa River, like, flows into the Mississippi yeah. and blo- and blocks the flow of it for a while. So there's, not, like, fully, but there's this 22-mile stretch of the Mississippi that is technically a lake. That's so cool. Lake yeah. Uh, and there's, I guess, according to some people, a lake monster named Peppy who lives <gasps> in, the, in the lake. Yes! <laughs> I love it! <laughs> I love that. Dude, the, your gamer headphones make your exclamations sound so much funnier because you're like, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I love Peppy. <laughs> sound like a, like a third grader who just got like paired up with his best friend to do the science experiment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. So the sightings of Peppy go back to 18. the sixteen the 1600s. I was two hundreds off. <laughs> hey, you're learning math. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's paying off. It's paying off already. Um Louis Hennepin, the French explorer guy. Never heard of him. Is that is my, he the reason who my county is is named after? Yeah. Yeah, right? Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He reported seeing, quote, a huge serpent as big as a man's leg and seven or eight feet long. Dude. In this stretch of the Mississippi. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, the river, like, it was open all the way from Itasca to Mexico. Wow. Or the Gulf of Mexico, I should say. Uh, so there was probably like a wider range of animal life living in there at the time. Yeah, dude. Cause it was just free flowing. Well, not only that, but it wasn't south. like, like a lot of chemicals. <laughs> yeah. Humans, humans hadn't fucked things up yet. Exactly. There's more yeah, sure. oxygen and more clean water. Yeah. So sure. things could Before get we bigger. Before we used all the fish's oxygen. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so that's, I mean, like seven or eight feet long is, that's with within some like normal animal ranges. Like there are fish that get that long that live in the Mississippi. Catfish. Uh, Maybe. I think catfish gar. can get up to 10. Alligator gars. Yeah, those guys are fucking huge and they live in the Mississippi for sure. Yeah. Those things are scary. I never want to encounter one. Mm-mm. There are apparently sharks in the Mississippi as far north as Illinois, but never in Minnesota. Freshwater? Like, documented. Is that what yeah, they're called? Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's a 
bull shark, and they can actually live in both freshwater and saltwater. Wow. Uh-huh. Adaptable. Uh-huh. But they've uh, the farthest one north was seen in Alton, Illinois. Right on. Which is still quite a ways from Minnesota, but 700 miles uh, up the Mississippi. How big do bull sharks get? They're pretty damn big. Uh, let me see. They they're also like one of the more aggressive sharks, oh, good. which is <laughs> which is not great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Uh huh. Um, they can grow to be uh, adult male average seven point four feet and two hundred and nine pounds. We got to get them out of our lakes. Well, yeah, they're not in Minnesota, probably. <sighs> oh, the adult female sharks are actually larger. They're seven point nine feet and two hundred ninety pounds. So seven to eight feet, two to three hundred pounds. <sighs> That's a big shark. It's upsetting. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're one of those sharks though that have like you know they're huge, but then their face comes to a tiny little point, and their whole face is squished together on like one little triangle at the front. Look, I gotta look. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I know. Yes. Those fishes that are like they grow in the middle, <laughs> but, the, but they still have to be pointy on the ends, <laughs> yes. so their faces can't get bigger proportionally. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cute. Oh boy! Oh, what a goof! Oh, I don't like that. I. <laughs> Don't like that at all. I just heard about a a lake. Oh, what the heck? It's in Russia, I think. By call? Is that it? That's the like biggest lake in the world. Yeah, I think that's what. And it's in Russia. Yeah. And it's like deeper than it's like all of the Great Lakes combined. Yeah. I bet there's, and it's super old. It's been there for millions of years. Dude, I bet there's. There, there are stories of aliens living in that lake. Dude. Yeah, dog. <laughs> That's fire. Uh, so some slightly more modern but still old sightings. Uh, in 1867, some uh, a lot of this is coming from a, uh, a book. What the hell is the name of the book? You know what? I'll find it and tell you later. Yeah. Um, some guy from Minnesota wrote a book entirely about his, his hunt for Peppy, the lake monster of Lake Pepin. Oh, my God. And like pulled together a bunch of old newspaper articles about lake monster sightings. Dude, I got to read that. Um, You can borrow my copy if you want. Hell yeah. 1867, some raftsmen from St. Louis encountered a, quote, unknown beast on the river. What the hell? Uh, 1871, in the Wabasha County Sentinel, they published an account of, quote, a marine monster between the size of an elephant and a rhinoceros moving <laughs> with with great rapidity does that mean so a very fast yeah. a very fast lake elephant a lake elephant so there's just no way well that same article also suggested that it might be a whale so they didn't have a great understanding of science Dude, at the time no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> If you're suggesting that a whale lives, A, in the Mississippi River, and B, part of it where it's only 25 feet deep. Dude, yeah, there's no way. That's that's the weird thing about Lake Pepin is, like, it's huge, and it's a couple miles across, but it's not very deep. It's only 25 feet deep on average. Okay, that's honestly a relief. (laughs) (laughs) Anything bigger than that, and I am not going to be okay, like, have a good time at all. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there is like a spot or two that gets to 60 to 70 feet, but on average it's only 25. So that's got to limit like how big of a thing can live in there, right? For sure. For sure. I, I think. Oh, one of my rats. Yeah. One of my rats was trying to escape. And I was just like, not no, sure what no was boy, happening. No. Well, he's eating. He's trying to eat his way out of his cage. Nice. That sounds very rat-like. Of yeah, him. he's. I mean, they're rats. And every day, I <laughs> every day I know more and more that they are rats. But I um last night my friend Tara sent me a like a infographic of big animals that used to exist on the planet, yeah. and I know there is a theory that there was just like more open space and more oxygen so things could get 
ridiculously huge. And it's like when you put you're, that's you're saying land animals though. Yeah, right? but then like that wouldn't apply to fishes and whales and sharks and stuff. No, no. But if you put a goldfish in a lake, it gets huge. Did you notice? You're saying like they grow to the size of what that they're allowed, basically. Pretty much, yeah. If you put them in your bathtub, they're gonna get as big as your hand. Isn't a uh, isn't a blue whale the biggest animal ever, though? I do believe so. And they're they're living right now. They sure are. So uh, you know, maybe my point is what they say, what they call m- moot. <laughs> I think what you're talking about though does apply to land animals that like the the vegetation. Yeah. And we always get in trouble when we talk trying to actually talk about science. But that would make sense to me like that the vegetation and therefore like uh or the the animal density and competition and stuff would change how big you could get. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But that okay. it really doesn't explain the goldfish or the blue whale and I'm going to need to talk to a scientist. Are you one? Unless no, absolutely not. Uh, unless these lake monsters are like ancient dinosaur that, animals. I mean, we do it crocodiles. Right. Well, sharks are older, way older than the dinosaurs. That's true. Sharks were here before the dinosaurs and they're still here. You'd think they'd be uglier. Oh, take another look at that bull shark boy. Yeah, I'm looking. He's He is fucked. <laughs> He's just, <laughs> really just not someone I'd want to talk to. There's that one Greenland shark too. Those guys are ugly. Check those guys out. They're like the, they live to be hundreds of years old. Like individual sharks can be like three, four, 500 years old. Greenland? Yeah, Greenland shark. Yep. Oh. They are just terrible looking. It looks like a, uh, like a sentient rock. Looks like a old cucumber. It really does. That's the that's a moldy cucumber. Well, the, ooh, they have pretty eyes. Okay, bright green. There's something about animal eyes that really, really does it yeah, for they you. Like see through you. You should after we get off the off the phone, you should look up. Um, you should just go on YouTube and look up whale eyes. I do this All at right. least once a week. <laughs> I'm going to put it in a different tab. I'm not going to look at it now so we don't get distracted. Yeah, very good. Uh, okay. Four years later in the same paper that reported the... Uh, the Wabasha elephant, rhinoceros, The Wabasha County Sentinel. Yeah. yeah. There was a report of a dark, strange-looking object that rose up out of the water. Uh, it was huge and rose six feet out of the water and then disappeared again below the surface. So if you're able to get six feet up from the surface of the water, you gotta be pretty, pretty damn big under the water. Yeah, to get that if kind of like, like propel. Well, I don't, I don't think they were saying a jump. I think they were saying no, like, like part it of it. Stand. Came, yeah, right. To right. have the muscular kind of, to be able to. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, exactly. Wow, exactly. that's pretty big. It's, it's, it's a big, strong fish. It's bigger than my dad. Or, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, and then we have some sightings from the 1980s. Yeah, they skipped like a hundred years. I don't know if that's because there weren't sightings. Everybody or, was uh, busy water skiing. Yeah, once once water skiing came around 1928, Lake Monster got freaked out. <laughs> took like a solid 60 years off. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 1983. Shelly Shimbino was, oh, she was water skiing when she saw the lake monster. Yes. So she was floating around waiting for uh, her brother to come to swing back around and pick her up on the boat. Yeah. And right next to her, she saw something at least 16 feet long because it was bigger than their boat uh, break the surface of the water. It was something huge and black and surfaced right next to her. Uh. <laughs> Do you know I have megalothalassophobia? What is that? I'm afraid of big things in the water. Oh, this was a terrible episode for you then. I'm sorry. No, dude, <laughs> I'm willing to talk about it. I'm all about uh, immersion therapy or whatever. 
Oh yeah, where you just you just you just hop right get in. Get on in. But there's nothing scarier to me than that happening, probably. No, that would be awful. It'd be devas- devastation. <laughs> <laughs> I would lose like, it. I I have a I'm not a big fan of going into like large bodies of water. Yeah. But I think if that was then confirmed that like, oh, there is some giant thing in here that probably wants to eat me. Why would you ever go back? I don't know. Some people do. I don't get it. I'll never get it. Mm. I hate it. Just just awful. Yeah. I, uh, I went swimming at a lake. I never do that for this reason. I just did it uh-huh. not too long ago and I was scared the whole time. I mean, even if you get like a little little snapping turtle guy or something, those those boys are vicious. They'll take your toes yeah, off. Yeah, they will. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> there's then from 1987 in the Durand Courier Wedge, they published a photo that looks uh, basically like the Loch Ness monster. Okay, you know those photos where it's like a head. Sticking up out of the water, yep, the little curved head, and then a hump behind yeah. it. Yeah. So they they published one of those photos uh, in 1987 from Lake Pepin. Um, let me see if I can find the actual caption that went with it. It's pro- uh, Lake Pepin. Peppy? Maybe Peppy. that. that might get me right. hey, my name is Peppy. Peppy. I am a Peppy, um, the lake monster. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Conclusive proof of Peppy the Lake Pepin monster has turned up as evidenced by this Polaroid photo taken by an anonymous shutterbug <laughs> <laughs> while viewing while viewing swans in the Maiden Rock area. That's where I was yesterday. Dude. I didn't see any swans or lake monsters, though. What the hell? I'm really confused why it takes people so long to find lake monsters. You mean like if there was one in there, shouldn't we have some pretty obvious proof of yeah, it? Yeah, not only that, but c- well, you could get like 15 guys with snorkels to survey the landscape for a whole day, and I'm sure you'd find Pepe the Lake Monster. <laughs> you know? I mean, unless, of course, it's not in there, which is the most likely explanation. You know what? You're on to something. <laughs> like, that, that won't happen if there isn't a lake monster, which there almost certainly is not. No shit. Uh, Chad Lewis and Noah Voss, who wrote Peppy the Lake Monster of the Mississippi River, they did exactly what you're suggesting, though. They, they snorkeled. Like, half of the book, the half of their book is about their excursions, plural, mm-hmm. into Lake Pepin looking for Peppy. Well, I couldn't do that one either. Guys, one of the guys does claim something giant swam past him underwater. but Well, but it's probably an alligator gar or a catfish, something... Right. something Equally terrifying. Big, a big fishy. Yeah. My dad said uh, he once caught a six foot catfish. What? And I said, where? What? It was in Mississippi. <laughs> in Mississippi. The Mississippi or, or the state or the river? Uh, I meant to say the river. Okay. It was in the I mean, Mississippi. There's got to be some really weird shit in there, right? No like, doubt. Well, also, if they're, if the, if if we're putting chemicals in the water that are turning the frickin' frogs gay, we should probably have. Don't please don't quote Alex Jones <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> it's one of my favorite videos. Okay, oh but boy, if it's the worst. I know it's the worst. I know, I know. That's why it's funny. But that the there's got to be some like what's the word mal maladaptions happening some what is what does that mean just uh i don't i don't know if i even use the word correctly <laughs> um it's like, there's got to be some maladaptions occurring in the mississippi river because just like they're evolving weird because of chemicals oh do you mean mutations dude <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the, the three-eyed fish from The Simpsons. Exactly. There's got to be. But just, just, they got big as fuck-itis. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's like, is that scientific? <laughs> Very. Dude. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, th- I think your dad lied to you, by the way. American Expedition.us says the largest, the record catfish 
was 52 inches. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill him. Or he caught the biggest catfish of all well, time. Well, this should be documented. And, he, and he's a he- and he's a hero. Yeah, Dad, <laughs> I heard you lied to me about that fish. <laughs> Call him right now. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> no, he's. Uh, he'd be like, "What? What fish? What are you talking about?" In August of 2003, Larry Nielsen saw a huge wake moving upstream through the middle of the river. He claims the wake was three feet high, so it was making three foot high waves and 200 feet long. How much of this do you think people are just like, dude? Uh, 99% of it? Yeah. Yeah. Larry Nielsen later offered a $50,000 reward for anyone who found Pepe. (laughs) Maybe he did that just to make his claim seem more. Yeah, I think he also like does boat tours of Lake Pepin, and so, you know, trying to drum up some tourism. Is he still around? I think so. We should, we should get him on the show. I should call up Larry. Yeah. Larry, who do you think you are? verify your dad's are. fishing stories. Yeah. Larry, this is my father, Kevin. Can you <laughs> interrogate discuss. him? Discuss. Please discuss. Please. I implore you. I, I think a lot of the, like, monster paranormal stories, though, are... Attempts at like tourism, especially the small town shit where it's like, why, why would you go to Stockholm, Minnesota, where there are 88 people? Well, because you can see a lake monster. It's also one of the cutest towns of all time. Well, yes. I mean, it's lovely over there, but. But it's definitely to drum up tourism. Yeah, I think. I mean, some of the like small town monster shit, there are so many versions of those are like, there'll be some story. That maybe has some element of truth to it somewhere, but then like it gets played up over time because that's the town's claim to fame. Yes. You know? And then suddenly you have a, a monument to a, a UFO or a a Yeti or a lake monster. What do you think out of all the cryptozoology is like the most likely? Uh to to be real, yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Thank you for finishing all my sentences because I can't think of like any <laughs> words today. Uh, I think Bigfoot is at least like possible. Damn. I never thought I'd hear you say that. Well, just like it's not that far fetched of a concept that there would be an ape that we don't know about. Right. Like there are definitely animals that we discover all the time. That's true. Usually they're like insects and smaller things because it's easier for them to hide yeah and it's not like a eight foot tall man beast running around in like someone's backyard but like conceptually that's way less of a stretch for me than you know aliens from millions of light years away are picking people up to like poke around at their noses and then putting them back that, yeah you know what that's a really good point you bring up there <laughs> and then like all all the variations of bigfoot uh I think are equally plausible, yeah. like the Yeti, Yeti and Yowie and Skunk Ape. Definitely Skunk Ape, because that dude would for sure be stinky if he's real. Well, no kidding. It's in the yeah. name. So Skunk, well, I'm saying any any of the big feet oh, they would. would be very stinky. No doubt. You're you're that hairy and you live in the woods and you're, you're kind of a dude. You're going to stink. Yeah, you're running around sweating all day. you to introduce... That their colony to um, natural deodorants. Yes. Rub some salt under their arms, maybe. Yeah. Rock yeah. salt. Uh, so those guys, I think, is like. It's not completely insane that Bigfoot might exist. Yeah. Most of the stories are nonsense, but the concept is like. Somewhat plausible. What about. Uh, uh, Nessie. Yeah, I mean the the lake monster stuff. Like this one specifically, the Lake Pepin one is a little bit more interesting to me because of the connection to the ocean. Oh yeah. Like like Loch Ness, I don't think is open to any. I don't think it is larger bodies of water. Uh, let me look at let me look at a map. Loch Ness map. Loch Ness. Yeah. Oh, 
There's a little outlet actually. Oh. To the Moray Moray Firth, which then opens up to the North Sea. The North Sea. Okay. So it, there's there's a route to the Atlantic actually from Loch Ness. So maybe I take that back. Damn, dude. Well, see that that's where it becomes plausible. Yeah, like you you get some big. I just went the wrong direction. Ocean animal. Or you know maybe it was like it used to be more open in the past, you know, and like big animals would come and go, and a couple got stuck at some point. Like it's not. That's so lonely. I don't think it. Right. Damn. I don't think it's likely, but it seems possible. Yeah. Uh, some of the like dog man, like that one's just nonsense. You're just bad at identifying animals. Dog man. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's what it sounds like. Well, no kidding. <laughs> uh, well, it's uh, also the ch- a d- chupacabra stuff is is nonsense. I think. I think that's a dog with mange. Probably. Right. The chupacabra. I just, I mean, like. Or like a coyote or something like that. The dog man is from Michigan. Yeah. He's very, (laughs) very spooky. (laughs) He's very spooky. I'm trying to think of some of the more outrageous ones. Uh, What, Mothman? Oh Some yeah, Mothman. That one's that one's goofy. What about like actual werewolves? Do you think that's anything that that requires like other paranormal things? That's... Like, like okay, a werewolf is now like a shapeshifter, right? That's that's a much bigger stretch to me than like there's an ape that we haven't named running around in the woods, or like there's a real big fish in that lake. Yeah. Well, the the thing that confuses me about people making up these creatures is because, Spencer, isn't this world scary enough? Yes. We have the spookiest shit going on all the time that's not, that's completely natural. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't need these. Um, oh, the, the British, the British big cats or the alien big cats. Do you know about this no, one? No, no, no. I'm excited. The alien is a bit of a, an exaggeration, and it just means like big cats in places that they're not native to. I think that probably happened. Probably, I'm I'm sure somebody in England owned a panther and let it go at some point. Um, Phantom cats. At the other, they're also known yeah. as. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you had a jaguar and it just got out of your backyard right. enclosure. Um, Ooh, I love it. We did one recently about people who think that uh, dinosaurs still exist. What's your stance on that? that? I think that one's pretty silly. Yeah. I think it's uh, people not identifying things very well again. Whenever you talk about like the flying cryptids, I immediately get suspicious because people are terrible at estimating size, distance, speed, any of that stuff for something that's flying. That's true. That's really true, because the higher it is, the smaller it looks. Yeah, and then, like, you're never getting a clear look at it. Those are always that's uh, suspicious to me. That's, yeah, that's valid. Let's take a quick break to talk about better help. If there's something that interferes with your happiness or keeps you from achieving your goals, try BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, you can connect with them in a safe, private, online environment. It's not self-help, it's professional counseling. But you can send a message to your counselor at any time, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a regular weekly video or phone session, all without ever having to leave your house. BetterHelp has licensed professional therapists who specialize in anxiety, trauma, LGBT matters, anxiety, grief, and a whole bunch of other specialties. And anything you share with them is completely confidential. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp.com slash what if to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash what if. All right, back to Peppy. All right, I got a couple more uh, Peppy stories for you. Okay, Steve Raymond in 2004 was out fishing and they saw something huge moving along like right at the surface of the lake. 
And he said it had a long neck and a humped body that undulated through the water. And he claims stuck out 20 feet from the surface of the water. So like a lake centipede? Uh, like a, like a, if a snake was like curled, you know, so like, oh, not kind of like a, like a, like an S waveform type of thing. So like, so you're not talking about literal legs. You're talking about. No, 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 no. Like, like if you took a big, long serpent thing and then kind of like squished it up. So it was, yeah, you know, yeah, partially in the water, partially out. Like an accordion. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yes. <laughs> 20 feet out of the water is just asinine. Okay. Here's how my brain interpreted that. 20 feet out of the water. Oh, <laughs> like the appendages, not the That's distance. why I said like a lake centipede. Ah, uh, yes. That's sca- so now that, that's scary. So 20, 20 feet out of the water, 80 feet in the water. God damn it. <laughs> God. No, sticking out 20 feet above, above the surface the, of the water. It, yeah. Yeah. 20 feet high. Uh-huh. Yeah. That Yeah, which is feet. just total total nonsense. Like a two-story building of snake rising out of the lake. That's absurd. Come on, Steve. Come on. Why wouldn't Steve, Steve uh, try to make like a more realistic claim? That's what I'm saying. God. Like uh he said it also was green and yellow and looked like the Sinclair dinosaur. <laughs> Steve saw a 20-foot-tall green dinosaur sticking out of the lake. That reminds me of that gas mascot. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what it was. Do you think it was Sinclair? The dinosaur? (laughs) Uh, And then in October of 2009, Roger Garlich saw something that he said was about 30 feet long that was skimming along the surface of the water with a large snake-like head bobbing up and down. I'm not convinced. <laughs> of what? That he saw yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Or that that's a lake monster? Both, man. Yeah. So, whatever. I wish they... Didn't they... Oh, I suppose. Never mind. I was going to say, where were the cameras? But I guess it was quite a, well, quite a while ago. Didn't have a... No, I mean, these last two were from 2004 and 2009. They'd have a point and click... Shoot and click... Point and shoot. <laughs> they'd have a Kodak. An old click and shoot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve, I think said he took some photos, um, but I don't know if they've been published anywhere. Which also highly suspect, Steve. Yeah. He's um, like they're in a binder in my garage. Come yeah, by right? and see them. Uh. Yeah, okay. Lake City gas station and bait shop owner Steve Raymond. I drove past there yesterday. I should have stopped and talked to Steve. You should have. Said he he once snapped a photo of the creature but missed out on the $50,000 reward when he lost the proof. So he took a photo but he lost it conveniently. Steve. (laughs) That is Steve. We should go interview him. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he sounds like a liar though. (laughs) I don't want to interview no liars. <laughs> it's not what we're about here. No. What do you think the, uh, so there, there gotta be like snakes that live in and around the Mississippi, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Lake snakes. <laughs> yeah. There gotta be some lake snakes. Or lakes, if you will. <laughs> uh, or snakes, if what? you will. <laughs> Lake snakes. I will. I will not. Uh, okay, the largest snakes in Min- in Minnesota is the bull snake, also known as the gopher snake. Those are very different uh, animals. Yep, bulls and gophers generally doesn't exceed six feet. Although some specimens of more than eight feet long have been recorded. Also, aka water moccasin. What water moccasin? Those don't live in Minnesota, though, do they? It says, uh, you know what? It says that they're found in streams, marshes, swamps, and shores of ponds and lakes. They're strong swimmers, and they've been known to swim in the ocean. But it says lakes. I don't, I don't, 
Yeah, but I, not like this far north, I don't think, right? Lake Erie. Okay. Where is that? I thought it was too... I thought it was too cold for those those boys here, but maybe not. Maybe. Uh, the those yeah, water moccasins are nasty fellows. Though. I know I'm looking at them. They're they're aggressive bastards too. They'll like swim at you sometimes. That's so rude. Yeah. Right. That see that I would just drown myself. I saw a bunch of those when I was in Tennessee kayaking, and people were like, not too worried about them being around for some reason dude i'd be bopping them with my paddle i was staying as far as fuck away from them dude i would be (laughs) assaulting them boop (laughs) 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 so all right so we got eight maybe eight foot snakes in minnesota that would be like if you saw an eight foot snake swimming up the river at you that'd be fucking scary i'd i might Call that a river monster. Absolutely. If I saw an alligator gar, those fuckers are big. And ugly. They look like alligators. They're ugly. They got hella teeth. Dude, they scare me so much. I'd probably consider one of those guys to be a lake monster. No question. I just, I'm, I'm with you. If, if there were really like something that was 50 feet long or. Yeah. You know, sticking its head up out of the water and making 200 foot wakes like you would see it. No question. And think about every time I've driven past Lake Pepin, the birthplace of water skiing, there's like 15 (laughs) to 500 people on the lake. Yeah, exactly. Like there are people out there all the time, all the time during the summer. People live on it in their houseboats. I stood up on that bluff yesterday and looked for lake monsters and I saw no lake monster, not a, not a one. See, that would have been, I, you know, if there was one, <laughs> I'd trust you would have seen it. Right. It's ridiculous. Cause also, cause you can stand up there and you can see like the whole width of the lake and you can see probably like a mile or two yeah. north and south. You got a big stretch of lake right yeah. there. Nothing, just a bunch of boats. Just a bunch of boats. Just a bunch of boats. No big boys, just big boats. <laughs> I really do want to go to Loch Ness at some point, though, because my favorite theory about the Loch Ness monster is that it's actually some sort of like interdimensional being brought forth by Aleister Crowley doing sex magic rituals in the house that he owned on Loch Ness. That's absolutely exactly what happened. <laughs> that's it I love when people aren't like oh it's probably just like a big water snake people are like it's an interdimensional being from like yeah dude things are <laughs> things are usually pretty simple it's more fun when you can combine multiple conspiracy theories into one though that's really true well whenever you go to Loch Ness I want to come because I'm I'm 100% sure my husband is Scottish Oh, why? What makes you say that? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just have known it in my heart. But it's also, I think, because I had a crush on Shrek when I was young. <laughs> you paused way too long before saying young. <laughs> <laughs> it was not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I've had a crush on Shrek my whole life. Oh shit. Have you ever tried to have a conversation with like a a, a native Scot? Dude. I I sh- that is not the same language. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. Irish is easier. Yeah. Irish I can do. Scottish is impossible. I yeah. Walked into like a rural Scottish bar and just tried to hold a conversation with the people there. And I, I got like maybe 20% of what was being said. Dude, I would just turn bright red and cry probably. I'm pretty sure they just made fun of me for like an hour until I left, but it was fine. Dude, that's, it's <laughs> endearing. That's endearing. Yo, we do need to visit this house though, although I think it may have burned down. Oh. Uh, so it's the, the Bullskin house. Aleister Crowley lived there and did lots of crazy weird magic rituals. Then Jimmy Page bought it from him. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the shore of Loch Ness. That's 
pretty sick. Right? Yeah. I just love Imagine that Imagine how much weird shit, even without monster summoning, has gone down in that house. Yeah. Lots of uh, sex with, un- with minors. Well, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just probably true, and no, that you know, yeah, I'm not. No. I'm not that sorry because it's probably true. <laughs> God damn it! I'm sorry. Here I am <laughs> to put a realistic spin on things. Uh, yeah. Okay. From the Atlas Obscura listing, yeah. for this house, it's in Foyers, Scotland. Um. Alistair Crowley bought Bolskin House in 1899 to to seclude himself and perform magic from the Book of Sacred Magic. Dude. (laughs) Uh, Badly translated by his mentor, Samuel Liddell McGregor Mathers. Uh, Sometime during this period, Mathers called Crowley to the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn in Paris, and he left without dispelling the, quote, 12 kings and dukes of hell he had summoned. Oh, my God. And many locals blame the house's unlucky history on evil spirits that he left behind. <laughs> At least, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I. everyone, we all want something to blame things on. So Aleister Crowley summoned a demon from hell mm-hmm. who then wandered into the lake and became a dinosaur. I don't even have the facilities to argue. <laughs> Do you think there are any like sex magic rituals that have been performed on the Mississippi? Because that might explain Peppy. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sure. No doubt. <laughs> oh my god, have you been TikToking at all during quarantine? No, never, never once. Never once. Well, they have Tick, TikTok. Not even once. <sighs> okay, look, it's very entertaining, but they have some really um, convincing arguments about how everything is just. Uh, sex trafficking. Gross. Who is who is they? It's people on TikTok. <laughs> so, so you know it's real. <laughs> 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 I mean, look, sex trafficking is is a real and terrible thing. Well, yeah. But let's not like make shit up about it on TikTok. That's not going to. Well, they are. Yeah, and that it doesn't sound helpful at all. No, but it's very convincing. Let me know in the comments uh, below if anyone else has been uh, convinced that every, everything, everything, Wayfair. Please contact Lydia. Please contact Lydia directly if you'd like to continue that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I don't need to continue it now, but I do need to continue it with somebody sometime. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced. All right, buddy. Uh, anything you want to let people know before we get out of here? Anything you want to plug? No, absolutely not. All I want to say to people is be nice to yourself. Yeah, dog. You got to do it. Gotta. It's the only way. The the gate to happiness is self-compassion. Nice. I it's a it's a fortune cookie or a tea a tea (laughs) thing I have on my thing. A tea thing. What's a tea thing? You know when you read a tea. When you have a tea, when you make yourself a tea, and it's got the tea bags, got the oh, oh inspirational oh, oh, quote. I got you. I thought maybe you were reading tea leaves. I was getting excited. No, that'd be really sick. I I'm gonna have to take up something during this year. <laughs> Tarot cards, tea leaves, something, something. Maybe Ouija board. Ouija boards. Yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> dude. Oh, shit. <gasps> we should Ouija board. I, okay, we got to find like an old handmade haunted one though, because there's no way that the fucking Parker Brothers Ouija board factory is haunted. You know what I mean? Well, no kidding. I think my friend Tara, who yeah, I did I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Tara might have one, an actual ancient haunted one. Yeah, or I'll source one from eBay, and then we'll go to yeah, your we- nice backyard. No, we Spencer's can't do it in my got house a nice backyard. Because, yeah, but we don't want it infested with demons. And it won't be very nice anymore. Yeah, that's true. Last night I, I asked my sister if she wanted to do a Ouija board. It's funny we're talking about it because I literally have been thinking about it. But Ruby said she was well, like you brought you brought it up to be fair. 
Who, me? <laughs> you were and then you brought it up. Who, <laughs> It's me? It's a crazy coincidence. <laughs> anyway, silly I that continue. we're talking about this. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I had said to Ruby, we should Ouija board. And she was like, oh, no, I've, I, can't, I can't get possessed right now. I've got too much stuff I got to do. <laughs> now it's not a good time it's for me. It's not a good time for me. <laughs> 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 maybe maybe next month I can get possessed. Dude, honestly, now no way. I can't do it right now. But I would love to get possessed in about a um, couple a month and a half. I'll be free. <laughs> um, October looks great for demonic possession. Dude, Scorpio season. I'm a Scorpio. We could. There it dude, is. Dude, I wonder what kind of like superpowers I could get. We'll get you possessed by something that can communicate with cryptids, and then we'll solve a bunch of mysteries at or once. Or a scholar that will do my homework. Yes. William <laughs> Shatner. <laughs> He's, is he dead? No. Can you possess people while you're still alive? Okay, There's... so first got to kill William Shatner. Okay, that would be <laughs> a really interesting murder. <laughs> Just... If you kill somebody by a Ouija board, then you get possessed by yes, them, right? But I, you know, I think there is a thing called soul splitting. It's like the... Like in Harry Potter? Horcruxes? What? I think you're just describing Horcruxes. Well, maybe, but there's this thing called twin flame, where it's like you and another person are a split soul, so you're a mirror of each other. Like Voldemort and Tom Riddle. I suppose you're onto something. Or I'm onto right. something. I brought and it you, up. And you gotta, you gotta murder somebody to do it. So we go kill Captain Kirk, and we make a Ouija board Horcrux. I'll see you next Saturday. <laughs> okay, buddy. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, love you. I love you so much. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.